0: Here we are for the 1,477 podcast of Let's Get Spiritual. <laughs> Surely it's not been that many. I listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. and then they'll go, refer back to Podcast 411. Right, yeah. I wish I were that organized. organized. Yeah,
1: but you're not.
0: I am not yeah, that organized. Not. Yeah. Uh, no, I am not that organized. But I know this is over 100. We started this, this is our fourth year. Next year will be our fourth year is, beginning yes. Let's Get Spiritual.
1: It will be. It will be, yeah.
0: So, yeah, we do about 50 a year. Mm-hmm. So, we're probably fishing 200. 200 like. at least. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? I mean, you would think. Yeah I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll go to the analytics and look. <laughs> <laughs> The analytics. <laughs> the analytics on the, on the app to see what's going on. I don't know. That's It, it seems like too much like work. I'm retired.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you put a new picture. I did. On
0: our, oh, <coughs> I yeah. most certainly did. Yeah, I love it. For that. those of you who have not noticed yet, there's a new pic. That is the pic that was taken while I was over at Brother T's right. speaking to his church.
1: Yes, uh, last Tuesday. Yeah. We had our Thanksgiving meal and uh, service. And our children sang right before you they did. Uh, spoke, and uh, man, you just absolutely preached the leather cover off of the Bible.
0: I told you I was going to preach a Baptist sermon this you time. You did,
1: son, and it was good. It was alliterated and everything. It was alliterated, it was good, our folks are still talking about it, and so... Uh, As I told great. you, I think
0: the greatest compliment a speaker, particularly a preacher, can get is someone to come to say, I still remember your... Messages, or I still remember your sermons, or right. I still remember that story. Because mm-hmm. that's really, we want to get a little bit deeper than skin right. deep, get in there and let it settle.
1: Exactly, because a lot of times we can't even remember. Oh, <laughs> we speak well, so many. Honestly,
0: yeah. you know, uh, I think maybe I said this a couple of weeks ago, but right after I spoke at the 90th anniversary of the church right. where I was uh, ordained, that uh, a guy stood up and said, I remember your first sermon. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the title. Oh, my
1: goodness. Dead Flies
0: and Little Foxes.
1: Dead Flies and Little Foxes. Yes.
0: I mean, I said, that is amazing. Do you know how many years ago that was? That was 50 years ago.
1: Unbelievable, brother. This guy in that same church stands up and
0: says, come here, come here, come here, come here. And he said, I remember your first sermon. I said, really? And you, you're still here today? You're coming back? And he said, dead flies. Now, I remember that. I've preached it on half a dozen occasions since then. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, out okay. of Proverbs. Yeah,
1: I thought it was in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Yes. I still have my first one um, laminated, actually. I found it like oh, that's almost cool. like 20 years afterwards and uh and i laminated it and 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 so I, i i don't even i think it's in this drawer right here but, uh, but yeah, that's uh, the, it was eight steps to something. I can't remember what it was, but it was eight steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eight steps to being a better part, It was probably so. four too many. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I remember that. I remember. I remember the old sermons that I just wish I could forget.
1: Yes. Oh, know? my God, I
0: did have the one. I, I've yeah. also told this story, but for those who never heard it, that same church, it was one of my early sermons, probably the eighth or tenth sermon. I was getting cocky because oh. people were being... Very nice to me, but, oh, man, I'm glad the pastor's gone, you know. oh yeah, You know how they do. I got up there. I was going to preach on the return of Christ. (laughs) And uh, I'd studied it. I'd read it. It was one of my favorite subjects. Anyway, I got up there and uh, decided I wasn't going to take any notes because I knew it that well. (laughs) I got up there and opened up by saying, Jesus is coming soon. Oh, what a great great line could not think of anything, <laughs> not anything. I said Jesus comes in about five times and closed in prayer.
1: Oh, my.
0: It was the goodness. most embarrassing moment I've ever had in the pulpit.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Honestly, I mean, I was sweating. I was about to pass out. And it was a great, I know what it was. It was a great lesson that God was yes. teaching me yes. Yes. that don't get cocky in the pulpit. Right, yes. Uh, yes. And I got cocky. I, uh-huh. I thought I was sliced bread.
1: So, so it lasted less than two
0: minutes. Always, oh, it it's was two minutes, maybe. I yeah. mean, I pause between each one and try to, I try, <laughs> try to recall. Tried, no, well, I did, but after about the second one, I wasn't recalling anymore. I was trying to put emphasis on it. <laughs> and Jesus is coming soon, <laughs> and
1: That's then good. I go, yeah.
0: I don't have any. I don't know. I don't know. Let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness that guy didn't remember that sermon because yes, it was yeah, truly yeah. Uh, not memorable.
1: Yeah, I remember reading something about Jack Kyle's. Remember that name yeah. from years ago, First Baptist Hammond, Indiana. He t- tells a similar story that that uh, he was going to get up there and just uh, preach what God had put in his mind. And, yeah, and he said he got up there and God forgot to put anything in his mind. <laughs> 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 and he sat down too, brother.
0: <laughs> that but, that uh, you remember Woody, that the pastor. Years ago, the old pastor, he did my ordination sermon. Uh,
1: Woody... Uh, Her... uh, Yeah, I can't remember. He's a great guy. He's he's
0: the one... He always said, you know, remember, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. He said that over and over and over. Wow. Wow. Anyway, he preached my ordination Mm -hmm. message. Just an old country Mm -hmm. preacher. And he told the story of a young preacher going up there, cocky and messing up and just being horrible and so the guy comes off and he asked the pastor, he said, What could I have done different? What could kind of I He said, Here's what you do. If you would have gone up mm. the way you came down.
1: Because oh. when he came down, yeah. his head
0: lowered yes. and was, you know, just. Yes. Ah. Uh, but when yeah. he came up, they had that head high, chest yeah. out. Yeah. He yeah. said, go to the pulpit the way you came down.
1: That's good. That'll preach right that'll there, That'll preach right yeah, there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That, is that, he'll, none, he'll, none, he'll, none of this has anything to do with our
0: topic. No, but gosh, they're good stories. They're great stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> great stories. We always yeah. take about 10 minutes to get to the topic. Anyway. We'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> the topic today is uh-huh. uh, one that, again, ask in different ways. Uh-huh. It's my Some of my favorite... Podcast topics are what people have asked us over the years that right. confuse or frustrate them about reading the Bible. hmm Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and today uh, you brought this one in your lunch pail, brother. I did. Uh, the wrath of God. Wrath of God. Wow.
0: Bothers people. Yeah, it does. And we've often said, I know that you have and I have as well, we don't like some of the things that we read. Yeah. Particularly in the Old Testament mm-hmm. about God's wrath. Mm-hmm yeah I was
1: just sharing with you I'm starting to read uh, reread the Old Testament again yeah I've made my way through to uh, Leviticus where all great daily Bible readings go to die. The Leviticus, man, that's, that's some hard reading. How many stones did Aaron have on his breastplate? I can take 12. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, what but were their colors? There, some of them I can't even pronounce. I know. Yeah, but uh, beautiful. They were beautiful. Um, but, you know, it, it is, man, i tell you what, there's a lot in there that it's, it's, you just sort of shake your head out. You just kind of cringe. Yeah, you cringe. That's um, a good way to put it. Yeah,
0: and particularly in the days of Uber sensitivity.
1: Right. Yes. It
0: really does turn a lot of people off. Yes. I don't know when, when we grew uh I, I'm a few years older than you, but when we grew up, it's pretty much, you're going to accept it, bro. It's the Bible. Right. It's what it says. Mm-hmm. You may not like it, mm-hmm. but it's what it says. It's the truth. Now right. people don't have that very same. They, they read, I, I don't know if I like that or not. Yeah. You know, and yes. So, a lot of people
1: can't even find the book of Leviticus. That's true. So, yes. Some people can't and find their Bible. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's, sadly, that is true. That is yeah.
0: true. But yeah, God's wrath. And uh, this, again, uh, full disclaimer here. Um, I was watching on Sunday a show.
1: What time on Sunday?
0: It was probably an hour before the first service. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, now that I'm retired, occasionally I miss Sunday service. I did... Miss Sunday service this last week. Okay, I, okay. I mean confession's good for the yeah. soul.
1: I even had invited you here if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah,
0: I had gotten up Thursday morning for the stuffing strut about four thirty, so I could be there. Uh, they were doing a TV interview, and you know they want me to open in prayer. It was the eleventh anniversary of it, started in my office. You know, eleven years ago had almost five hundred. Runners this year. Oh
1: my to r- goodness! To raise
0: funds for my community, right? For the pri- underprivileged families in my community, the kids going to school without good shoes, good jackets, and it's just such a blessing to go out there. I I dread it every year because it's so early on Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm. It's cold, but then just the warmth from the people and right. and you know seeing the good that we're doing there. Um, so. How neat. Yeah.
1: how neat, how neat, how yeah, neat. So started... you couldn't recover from Thursday till Sunday? I'm well, guessing. Friday. Okay, Friday. Friday,
0: I uh, went deer hunting with my brother, <laughs> and he lives about 40 minutes from my house. Right. And so we need to be in the woods an hour before dark. We a drive 30 minutes from his house. Uh-huh. So once again, I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. And on Saturday, a good buddy from the church, that I'm now Pastor Emeritus, uh, I like to keep in contact with him, and he wanted to go deer hunting. So I got up again at 4 o'clock, so 4.34 for right. Sunday morning, I just, I said, let me just, I'm just going to keep my pajamas on, I'm going to do my morning devotion, I'm going to watch a couple of shows about the Bible, right? and ask the Lord for forgiveness.
1: Well, you're forgiven. Thank you're, you you. Yeah, yeah, you are forgiven. <laughs> and so while we were watching that... Yeah, um, they
0: came up with a subject, they yeah. had a panel, and they were talking about God's wrath, mm. and I thought, this would be interesting, I want to... And they said some things. I watched maybe ten minutes of it and then but I mean just the wheels started turning mm. in my head. Oh, that's a good thing to think of. That's a good right, that's a good right. way to put it. And then the Lord began to really honest goodness, when God gets that those spiritual juices pumping, mm. man, there's some truths that start mm. emerging from mm-hmm. that. I thought, Oh, yeah, that answers a question. That answers a question. Mm-hmm. And this has been a question a lot of people have asked and, about yes, the wrath of God. Right,
1: right. Yeah. I completely agree because we we talk so much and, and rightfully so about the love of God. Yes, I mean it's all throughout the Word of God. The love of God, the love of God. Love of God and compels me, you know, it does. and and yeah.
0: and that is that is the major determining factor for a person coming to faith in Christ is his love, not his right. wrath.
1: Exactly, exactly. But when you look at um, the doctrine, uh, when you look at theology as a whole, I mean the wrath of God. Is a, It is throughout the Word it's of there. God. there. Yeah.
0: And and you, you'd have to turn a blind eye mm-hmm. to it to to say it's not there. It is particularly throughout the Old Testament. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: There are segments of it in the New Testament, which we'll talk about, but particularly mm-hmm. through the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Yes. So these people began to break it down. I'm not sure all the ways they broke it down. Uh, a couple of the terms that I would use are terms they used, and then there's some others that is it began to ruminate, as preachers like to say. hmm Chew the cud, as others Chew would say. The uh, yeah. That uh, came to mind. So, think about God's wrath. Uh, the most simple way to express, express God's wrath in the Old Testament would be God's direct wrath. Okay. Yes. And, and an example of that would be the flood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God looks at the world. He, it, the Bible says, He's sorry right. for what He's done in yes. creating man, yes. and, and it is so horribly sinful mm-hmm. that His wrath is poured out. In the flood, while retaining only, you know, a handful. Yes. Of folks.
1: Right. Only eight, if I remember correctly. Of course. He and his got,
0: wife and his three kids and their their spouses. Their
1: spouses. And, and so, yeah, that's. I mean, that is a great example of the wrath of God. Yeah. Uh, just the direct wrath of God. I was thinking of another when I think it's in Numbers, maybe what sixteen, where um, the ground opened up. You remember that? I think yeah, Korah, when they, they Korah, led a rebellion yeah. against Moses, exactly, and and the, the ground just absolutely flat opened yeah. up.
0: And that there's no accounting for that other than God did that directly, right? Exactly. He did it in any other way. Then you think <clears throat> about Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is that God Himself from heaven mm-hmm. poured out His wrath upon those cities, mm-hmm. and so that's another example. So there, a lot of the wrath that we read about is God's direct wrath, and Typically, that is when there is sin that's permeating the culture, mm-hmm. when when people are basically sinful as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that you, you've you got, in the case of the flood, eight people that are preserved. In the case that you spoke of, those who sided with Moses are preserved. All the others die. In the case of Sodom and Gomorrah, those that were allowed to escape mm-hmm. survived, but the others who remained yeah. died. Poor old Lot's wife, man. Yeah. She what. got out. She got out, and then that glance back was. She looked back. She lost that penthouse, man. She <laughs> gonna see if the penthouse was burning. <laughs> it turned into.
1: As a kid, I, I mean, it just blew me away, a pillar. A of salt. pillar of salt. Yeah.
0: Both of you, I've seen the pillar of salt yeah, yes. down by the Dead Sea. Right. Yeah. um
1: yeah, it's interesting. Interesting, <laughs> it's
0: very interesting. Uh, Lot's wife has worn away a lot by erosion
1: <laughs> since
0: <laughs> since that day. If that's but for those of you not gone to Israel, there is a, a yeah. column right uh, just outside of uh, the Dead Sea mm-hmm. that they say is mm-hmm. Lot's wife. Yes, yes, yeah. They say they say right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say she's in the ground there. Uh, yeah, I've and, never
1: had my picture taken with Lot's
0: wife. Have you? Never. Yeah. No. I'm not excited about it. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. There's same things I get excited about in Israel. That is not. Yeah, what I yes, that's there. that's true.
1: But yeah, the direct wrath of God, yeah. and and I agree. I I co-sign that statement. It's it's when um, when the community has been permeated by uh-huh. sin, yes. rebellion,
0: and then the other one uh, that we think about, particularly in the Old Testament. And I think this is the term that these gentlemen used as they were discussing it. Which, if there's a direct wrath of God, what what other kind of wrath do you think there is?
1: Well, probably, and I don't want to ding, ding, ding after
0: this, but probably the indirect <laughs> wrath of God. <laughs> ding, yes, ding, ding. Uh, tops the wrath of God for 50. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> you must give your answer in the form of a question. Uh, <laughs> what, what is, Alex, what yeah, is? Alex, what is <laughs> The indirect What wrath is the God? indirect wrath of God? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, so uh, that's when God uses a proxy. You came up with that term. I think that's great. Yeah, I did. Or a, a, a indirectly, a uh, a subordinate uh, could be an enemy. Could but it's another person who enacts God's wrath. Mm-hmm. And there are so many examples of that oh. in uh, the Old Testament. Right. You know, mostly what we would say are the enemies of Israel, whether mm-hmm. it be Syria or whether it be the Midianites or Babylon, Babylon particularly, mm-hmm. particularly, Egypt at times, mm-hmm. Assyria. So, you know, there's Assyria and Assyria. So exactly. Those two. Uh, Philistines. But, yes. Yeah, yeah. So over and over and over, there's right. times. I think the one I think of the most is the Midianites. That was what mm-hmm. Gideon was dealing right. with. And Jesus they were six. terrorizing right. uh, Israel. They were. They were yep. burning their crops and coming, just taking their crops away, mm-hmm. even if they did thresh it and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. They were starving. They would work at night, but then those they would see their fires and they would come after it. Very mm-hmm. interesting. But it was not directly through God's hands, but through an enemy that God allowed to enter into the defenses of Israel mm-hmm. and uh, bring upon them his wrath.
1: Right, yeah, exactly, exactly and And sometimes it absolutely surprised Israel, if you remember, because I mean they were like um that that nation is more evil than us, yeah, and and you're going to use that nation to judge us, you yes, know, uh, but God did in indirect ways he he did he took care of yeah that.
0: and and that in the Old Testament, when you see that. Take place. It's typically because where it is in God's direct wrath, it's where that most, if not all, of society is permeated with a with a, a culture of sin, yes. just sin against God. This is rebellion against God. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is there. There is a king or there is a prophet that God is speaking through, and the people are not hearing mm-hmm. and people are not obeying, mm-hmm. and they're falling into idolatry. Right. When they do so, then God brings about an enemy to enact his wrath upon the people. Mm-hmm. In many
1: ways, that's what the book of Judges is all about. Uh, it's just one story after yeah. another. I mean, it's just a circle of, of, of that. And, and so, yeah, and as you said, one story after another. I love Shamgar in that. Man, that's yes. always been one of my favorite Judges. Only Shamgar. like three verses with yeah. his name in it. I had yeah. a goldfish named Shamgar one time. <laughs> did you? you liked yeah. it so much, yeah. you named yeah. your goldfish I did, I did.
0: After I did. <laughs> I've got a sermon on Shemgar, I'm sure you do too. Yeah, I do, it's, yeah. It's one of my favorite sermons. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: one of my favorite ones. But I, I take notes because I don't want to sit down after two
0: minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It'll happen to you, brother, if you yeah. ah. so, um, so you got the direct and indirect wrath of God in the Old Testament. That's what most people read right there. But then you come to the question that people ask why is it? that the New Testament God Mm -hmm. seems to be so different, peaceful rather than warlike. Why does that dividing line take place between the Old and the New Testament? And I would say it is primarily because of this third type of wrath, what I call God's redemptive wrath. Right, yeah. God's redemptive wrath.
1: And in many ways, that wrath fell on one person. That's right. Yeah.
0: It is the, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and he is praying, his friends have fallen asleep, left Mm -hmm. him alone. He's praying, he's agonizing over the events that are about to occur. He sweats drops of blood and says, let this cup pass from me. Mm -hmm. That is the cup of God's wrath. It is.
1: It absolutely is. And um, and and that cup did not pass.
0: No, it did not. And it is a type of God's direct wrath. Right. right. It is a direct, but for a different person mm-hmm. uh, reason. It is to. It is so that God's wrath that has been summed up and has been against sin might be. Uh, I don't want to use the word appeased, mm-hmm. but it might be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? That that, that that it's going to be uh, justified comes, but justified is not the right word that's what would happen to us satisfied uh, maybe okay.
1: well that's one of the definitions of propitiation yeah. you know is, is is it's satisfied the wrath of God against is satisfied.
0: you threw a real big word out there for our folks who don't yeah. have theological training That's true. you want to give a layman's definition for propitiation
1: uh, well, the word propitious means favored. Um, And so I guess in many ways, propitiation is when the wrath of God is is satisfied. Mm -hmm. The wrath of God, um, you know, Jesus covered, uh, took care of the wrath of God on the cross of Calvary. Mm -hmm. And so um, that word is also used as a covering. You know, it has something to do with the mercy seat even. And so, yeah. That is a big word. It and is a big we, word that sometimes we throw, sometimes we time throw time around, and yeah.
0: people who, you know, we throw around sanctification, justification, glorification, glorification, yeah. all of those. Cations. Cations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and propitiation is one of them right. that, that kind of throws people off. Mm. They're, they're all very similar meaning, but they have right. slightly different meanings yeah. there. Very true. But, that, but God's wrath then is that God's wrath against sin that was just exhibited in the Old Testament in its fullness, mm-hmm. is poured out on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he takes that because the Bible says, he who knew no sin became, became sin. So that we might become the, the righteousness, righteousness of, of God, God in, him. in
1: Christ Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is amazing. When you look at, Doc, uh, the Old Testament, like Isaiah 53, Psalm 22 right and those those words are so prophetic but they are so vivid yes uh dealing with the wrath of god
0: and you when you look at the the saying the seven sayings of Jesus on the yes. cross, many uh-huh. of them are dealing with that, "My God, my God, why have you mm-hmm. forsaken me mm-hmm. and It's not that Jesus is unaware; he is aware right. he is, he's quoting David right there, yes, and and we know the answer. Mm-hmm. the reason why God's turned away by the Bible teaches that God is too holy yes. to look upon sin, right, and the Bible says that Jesus became sin mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. God's wrath on sin is poured out upon his son because his son becomes sin. All the sin of humankind mm-hmm. is on Jesus, mm. and he is satisfying the wrath of God towards sin. Which is the propitiation. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that is, I love that term there, uh, the redemptive wrath of God. It's so, so that we might
0: be redeemed right? through Christ who took God's wrath on our behalf.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So something there is that is the hinge of history. And as far as I'm, when you look at the Old Testament, God over and over and over and over again, much to our chagrin, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't like it. Right. but He is pouring out his wrath. Right after he pours his wrath out on Jesus, we don't see that anymore. Mm -hmm. In the Old Testament, it was the unrighteous or ungodly kingdoms coming against the righteous kingdom.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, I'm not saying that everyone in that kingdom is righteous, but it's God's right. It's his select people Mm -hmm. that they're coming against. At the turn of the cross, and thereafter, it reverses. It is the Righteous people not doing anything toward the unrighteous, the unrighteous or toward the righteous. It is that Jesus said, if they hate me, they'll hate you right, yes. too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the Old Testament, you had the people of God going out there and um, destroying the Amalekites mm-hmm. or you know, God said, take all of them, kill all of them, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Now that no longer happens. We don't see God speaking right. to us yes. to say, rather Jesus is saying, turn the other cheek. Exactly.
1: Yeah, The Sermon on the Mount is so
0: different yeah. than, than many It had persons. to blow their mind because this is absolutely yeah. just turning on your heel a different mm-hmm. direction. And and I really think that's where a lot of the people who were following Jesus turned against him.
1: Right, yeah. Because he kept saying, you have heard that it's been said, right. but I say unto you.
0: He's bringing a new, mm-hmm. uh, new kingdom principles mm-hmm. that are not following the old kingdom right, principles. Right. Uh, he is fulfilling the law yeah. in himself. So that the law now is summed up in love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Exactly. You know?
1: That's the great commandment. Yes. And both hang on these, the Bible says in Matthew um, twenty two forty. Hey, listen, I was thinking about, man, I guess because I'm reading the Old Testament, Dr. Mm-hmm. D, uh, about, and I mentioned, I think, pre-recording, but all of those animals, you know, I mean, <laughs> sheep and goats yeah. and turtle doves and pigeons, and I mean, all of these different animals that were sacrificed and slain, I mean, for uh, that.
0: Particularly on the day of Passover, Um, when everyone, you know, they could, Mm -hmm. would return to Jerusalem with a sacrifice, whether it be as simple as a dove, Mm -hmm. or as elaborate as, Mm -hmm. you know, a, a sheep. Yeah, without blemish. Without blemish. Yeah,
1: but then you get to the book of Hebrews. You know, and because of that sacrifice of Christ, right? You know, uh, no longer right. needed, because of, he was the perfect sacrifice. Yeah, and
0: atonement. Yeah. Means to cover. Right. Yes. Atonement means when when it when we go all the way back in the book of Genesis and mm-hmm. sin first occurs mm-hmm. in order to cover the shame of Adam and Eve, God mm-hmm. wh- who made the first sacrifice because upon them he placed an animal skin. Mm. That's a bloody animal skin. Right, yes. So God performed the first sacrifice in order to cover sin, but it only covered sin. It did not obliterate sin. It didn't erase Mm -hmm. sin. It covered them so that they might have some fellowship with God, and that went throughout the Old Testament. That's why they had to do it year after year after year. Right. Yeah, is covering the. I I've been studying this myself for a Wednesday Bible study I've been doing, and the whole idea of uh, the Yom Kippur and and everything that goes on to the end of time. There's a a time called the Days of Awe. Have you studied the, the Days, Days of Awe? Awe?
1: Yeah, I do not recall that.
0: The Days of Awe, the times around Yom Kippur where each person each year uh, repents and set straight the the paths that they've set that are bad mm-hmm. so that they fi- might find their name written in the book of life. Oh, wow. That's a Jewish custom. In those days, it would, the way I'm teaching it, it would correlate with the time of tribulation for the world, the Jews, where the Bible talks about how the 144,000 will be preaching to mm. those who were left. You have the two witnesses, but it's the time for the people who pierced Jesus. They'll look upon him who they right, pierced. Yeah. Okay. And and to re- think about their ways and have an opportunity to be repentive and accept him so that the days might be written in the book of life. Well, they've done that mm. for centuries mm. since. So it's a... If, if you ever have time to study, yeah, it out, that, that is, it is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. You have know, the seven festivals: uh, right, four yeah. spring, three fall, right, right, and yeah. before the sixth one and the seventh one is called the days of awe until the final culmination of time.
1: Wow, gets you, me excited you, to study. Yeah, it. you've given me something to to, to Google, my brother. It'll you know, show up Wednesday, and yeah. I'll be teaching it. Oh, this Wednesday night? Yeah, I got a little gig that I do. Oh, you do oh, something yeah, Wednesday yeah, night? You're I, busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm teaching through the Book of Acts here at uh, our church. Yeah, yeah, that little,
0: would you probably you probably yeah. got better things to do. Yeah, but you yeah. can borrow my notes.
1: Yeah, uh, but <laughs> 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 if you remember where you light them, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, I probably I might have to teach it from my head like I'm doing right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that 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 whole idea then of. Uh, I, you describe better because you told about one time you went to Israel and the fellow was describing there the time of Passover when people lined up you know thousands of people right. lined up and one after another after another having their sacrifice. And another thing he probably said I think it's fascinating too that they did not do the sacrifices on the altar.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. It's 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 amazing. People think that. Yes. Yeah. Right. But
0: that's pagan mm-hmm. where they do it on the altar. Mm-hmm. It is killed before it is put on the mm-hmm. altar.
1: Yeah, that guy, it, it had to be 30 years ago now. He he told us as we were walking through the Kedron Valley, he, he just said, remember uh, that on the night that Jesus left the Garden of Gethsemane, um, he would have stepped through the Kedron Valley here and the blood from all of those sacrificed animals would have been flowing. So he would have stepped, man, I get cold chills thinking yeah, about it. Absolutely. You know, the, the, he would have stepped through that uh, blood, realizing that he was about to shed his blood to be yeah. the perfect sacrifice. Mm. You know, and it's amazing when you hear something as three decades ago right. that you have never forgotten, you know. It was just too, it was too much of a beautiful picture.
0: Yeah, it's a picture. It's a, yeah, yeah, the Kedron Valley is that valley that separates the Temple Mount from the Mount of Olives. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, this is a side note, but I've thought about this many times. If if the uh, Calvary is where we think Calvary is, not necessarily where the Roman Catholics have placed the... Right. Uh, church mm-hmm. but if it's over a ways, then uh you can see from that hill Gehenna, yes, right, a Gehenna is what Jesus talked about as he described hell, mm-hmm. and so there uh were one. Or both of the criminals will be tossed. Their mm-hmm. bodies would be tossed. It was
1: a trash heap.
0: Yes, trash heap yeah. where they burned dead bodies trash of heat criminals heat. and right. others who had no one to claim yeah. their body. Where the worms die. Where not, Jesus would yeah. have went exactly. Had Joseph Armathea not given him his tomb. Yes,
1: that's exactly right. That's exactly. But right. Jesus didn't
0: go to hell. No, he did not. Woo! Woo! he Did well. He did, but he yeah. He, he stood upright yes. when he went. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly <laughs> that's the Apostles' right. Creed. So you need to read it. <laughs> He descended into hell. <laughs> Excuse me. <Yeah. clears throat> I have a cold. Yeah, thank you for sharing <laughs> so, so we have, thus far, we have God's direct wrath, mm-hmm. his indirect, his redemptive, redemptive wrath. Uh-huh. There's another one we discussed and did not come up with a term. And I think these gentlemen, I, yeah, I know they did because that's why I brought it up. I would have not have thought about it, but Romans 1, mm. where the wrath of God is poured out upon those who, I'm trying to remember how it said, Uh, You had it. You turned to it. I did.
1: Uh, See, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. Yes. And I could go on reading, but... It
0: is a type of passive Mm -hmm. wrath. That's what maybe a good term for it would be because what happens is uh, those who become um, ceremonial unclean that 's what he 's talking about mm-hmm. when you talk about unrighteousness and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, it 's talking about how you you have you 're not capable of going before God because of the blood on your hands or the sinfulness or the waywardness that you have, and they have chosen although they know the right thing to choose the wrong thing. Mm-hmm and God says he has turned them over right. to their sinful lust mm-hmm. and they receive in their bodies their recompense for their sin mm-hmm. it is like okay uh, and i gave this example there's a story in 1st corinthians chapter 5 where paul has been written uh, about a gentleman in the church mm-hmm. who is having an affair with his father's wife right. his stepmom mm-hmm and he's just aghast, Mm. because this is not even accepted amongst the pagans, right? and you're allowing it to Mm -hmm. go on in the church unrepentant. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, he said, I've already dealt with this, I'll dealt with it better when I get there, Uh, but I have prayed that his body might be delivered into the realm or the kingdom of Satan, so that his soul might be saved in the day of the Lord. In other words, let him have the penalty for his sin in his body. So therefore we believe he's a believer, a part of the church, but he's not acting that way. Mm -hmm. So let the consequences of sin be not restricted, but Mm -hmm. allow it to be poured out upon him Mm -hmm. so that he will no longer be a reproach upon the church.
1: Yeah, that's a a, uh, perfect proof text of what you're talking about Mm -hmm. there, I think. Just absolute perfect proof text. So you call that a passive wrath?
0: Yeah, is that a good term? I don't know.
1: It, um, it's, it's. He allows yeah, wrath yeah, to yeah. come upon
0: them. Right. The okay. God's wrath is poured out upon mm-hmm. sin, but if you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to live in such a way that you deny the truth. You're sort of invited. You're invited in. It's like thumbing your nose at God. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. If if you want to get that, that's what you'll get. Mm -hmm. God's not wanting you to have that. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that it is desired that none should perish. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's good. And then there was one final wrath.
0: One final. We call it the cumulative wrath of God.
1: Yes.
0: So get this. Is it Daniel 7 or Daniel 9? Were they <clears throat> prophecy of the four hundred and ninety, with the seventy sevens? they did nine, I think. I think. Yeah. There's, there's, there's so many right. Really yeah. nuggets yes. in, in there. You know, you got the, you got the statue that is one right. of them. There's a couple <laughs> of dreams that sort of <laughs> thing. One of which is uh, where there is a dream of seventy sevens or four hundred and ninety years heptads, yes. as we would say. Ooh, yeah, good huh? word. Like good that word. And we believe that 483 of those years have been already passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and my belief, and this is mine, not everyone shares this belief, that the clock will again begin to um, run at Christ parousia. Yes. Yeah, okay. Patosia.
1: That's a great word. The coming yeah. or the arrival yes, of the Jesus arrival Christ in First coming. Thessalonians yes.
0: four thirteen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So when Christ comes, mm-hmm. sets the clock running, the antichrist is revealed, mm-hmm. right? Seven years, first three and a half years is the beginning of sorrows. The second half Jesus describes as great tribulation, right. such as the world has never known mm-hmm. or never will know again. Yes. God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Even in the Book of Revelation, it is described as the vials of God's wrath mm-hmm. poured out upon mankind. Mm-hmm. It is the culmination of that 490 years of which Daniel says it will be the summation of God bringing about uh, the end of unrighteousness. Yes, yes,
1: man. And I tell you, when you read that, whew, I'm, that is some um, that's some scary stuff. Scary brother. stuff. The things yeah. that happen.
0: Even the earth is scorched itself yeah. and, you know, there's devastation on the earth. There's earthquakes and fires. Things and that happen pestilence. in the heavens. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Horrible things going right. on. Yeah. Um, and all of which, oh, gosh, I, there's so many rat trails to go down. I don't want yeah. to go down there. But there is a, there's a scripture in the Old Testament. I think it's in Ezekiel that talks about the canopy that God has to provide over the city of Jerusalem during that time mm. uh, when this is all over because, Earth has been devastated so badly that men's skin would be scorched right, if right. there was not protection for those who are entering into the millennium with their earthly bodies, mm-hmm. their earth suits.
1: I'm so glad that I think you and I both uh, believe that the church will not be here during that time.
0: I do not believe it will. I think that I think there's all kinds of reasons for believing that. Some have said Revelation four. Mm-hmm. until the end of Revelation, somewhere around 20. The church is not mentioned exactly. during the time of tribulation. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful example is God's direct wrath that was poured out in the Old Testament, the flood right. where he preserved those eight souls. Yes, They were saved from the time of tribulation on the earth and released mm-hmm. afterwards right. when it was over. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what we believe will happen during the seven years. There, there's several different, mm-hmm. I think, analogies that might be Right. Used to say that's what happens. Not everyone believes that. No,
1: not everyone believes that. Uh, but I mean, even several verses in Paul's uh, letters to the Thessalonians, I think, also would um, embedded there would share that truth. Yeah, in my heart, anyway.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that I th- I think that we can see. Uh, I think that we have enough proof on our side that we can be comfortable with it. Right. Well, we're going to know someday, yeah, yes. you know, whether or yeah. not whether we have to go through. It. If we have to go through, it, we have to go through. It. Many others have gone through terrible times mm-hmm. as well. We're, we shouldn't be exempt. But if we get to be taken out of here, yeah. I'll be all right with that. I'll be okay with that, my brother. <laughs> I'm, right. But that that time of wrath in in the I think it can revert back. God will seem. With that kind of characteristics that people don't like in the Old Testament of yes, God. Yes,
1: yes, yes. So it'll sort of conclude the way yeah. that it begins yes. in many ways. Yes. yes. Yeah. Except for the church.
0: Well, you remember the Bible says that, you know, in the beginning God destroyed with uh, water, but right. he will never do that again. Right the next will be fire. Fire, yes. Yeah. Fire, water washes, mm-hmm. but fire purges.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. Brother. Yeah. Yes. So
0: he's going to purge the earth mm-hmm. with fire in the end, and that's God's wrath in the book of Revelation. If you wonder what's going on in those years, it is God's um, final wrath poured out, that cumulative wrath poured out in the end.
1: Mm. But I'll tell you one thing, my brother. I think a good way to close this is... Um, if you don't want to experience the wrath of God, uh, to remember that Jesus took that wrath, right, and just turn to Him man. just place your faith in Jesus Christ. And That's that scripture. There is therefore now
0: no condemnation exactly to those who are in Christ Jesus, right. and yep. so. That's you're not going to be condemned and receive God's wrath. Right. What will you receive? You mentioned this earlier, though things won't always go easy. There are God may yeah, there's deal with chastisement. You. Yes. There's
1: discipline. Yeah. But like you said, it's for those that He abs- He loves. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Bible he says loves. that He yeah. whom
0: He loves, He also mm-hmm. chastises. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that uh, whom He has got a vendetta against. Right. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. someone He wants to hurt yes. or punish mm-hmm. is whom He loves. Right. He's gonna. Chastise. In
1: many ways, the way we do our earthly children. Yeah, you know, when they are erring, we we will chastise them. We will. Yeah, there's only one them. or
0: two times my wrath actually came out. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Romans eight begins
1: with no. Uh, condemnation and right. ends with no separation, man. Who shall mm. separate us from the love of God? Yeah, that's an that's awesome. That's an awesome thought.
0: Yeah, that's a thought. So when yeah. when you're thinking about the wrath of God, or maybe you've had concerns about it, mm-hmm. and you wondered why it looks so different in the New Testament from the Old Testament, remember that one crucial moment on the cross mm-hmm. where Christ took all that wrath of God upon himself for us and we are no longer condemned. And that's why it seems like there's this night and day beginning in the New Testament. Right. And it is, it is. For, for that mm-hmm. very
1: reason. Very reason. I love it. You know, this is a pretty good topic here, Doc.
0: It was. I, you know, better yeah. than what you thought it'd be, right? You're a whole lot better than what I thought it would be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and here we sit with no notes. Zero. Zero notes. Yeah, zero you're so notes. you're impressive, man, that you know a lot of stuff.
1: Well, you know, um, you've been you've been my mentor for how many years? Many five? Yeah, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Try thirty-five. Yeah, it's been a, it's yeah. been a pleasure. It really yeah. has. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed now that aspect of my my ministry is right. doing some mentoring. Yeah, I love it. Yes, yeah. but I hope this settles some things for people. I, I think maybe it'll help some folks. I
1: think so. I think so. Yeah, and me. as we were talking, I've actually you know I gave you a topic for next week. You're right. We'll talk about that. But I have. There's another one. Ooh, write juices, it down, bro. Hey, my juices are flowing. Yeah, away. there you go. <laughs> so, because uh, I mean, I never come up with topics ever zero, you know. Maybe one in these four years. Yeah, about but one. now I've got two percolators.
0: Yeah, iron sharpens iron, bro. Woo! Glory, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great week as we enter into the Christmas holidays. Yes. Right? We'll talk yes. about that later, but we're right. not going to spend three weeks on that. No, we're not. Maybe one or two. Yes. God bless. See ya.